Hello, my name is Preston Thomas, and this is episode 13 of The Way of Jesus. In episode 12, I outlined Jesus' teachings and their status in today's world, and observed that it was threatened by the secularism that presently dominates both European and American thought. In this episode, I discuss the rise of modern secularism, which, in its extreme form, seeks the destruction of both true religion and a religious-based morality. Webster's new Third International Dictionary defines secular as of or relating to the worldly or temporal as distinguished from the spiritual or eternal. It defines secularism as any view of life or any particular matter based on the premise that religion and religious considerations should be ignored or purposely excluded. Secularism also refers to a system of social ethics based upon a doctrine that ethical standards of, and conduct should be determined exclusively with reference to the present life and social well-being without reference to religion. From th- these definitions, it is obvious that an exclusive secularism is incompatible with true religion and the teachings of Jesus. How did secularism, which in its militant form directly opposes and seeks to eliminate religious teachings, come to dominate the Western world? Modern secularism had its inception as a rising protest against the almost total control of life by medieval ecclesiastical authority. The other great cause of modern secularism was the narrow-minded and godless attitude of 19th and 20th century science. For well over 300 years, Western thinking has become increasingly secularized. Today, the prevailing climate of both European and American thought is decidedly secular. Even many supposed followers of Jesus are unwittingly actual secularists. They may espouse a belief in religion, but their actual lives are lived as secular humanists who give little or no thought to God and the teachings of Jesus. Secularism is not evil in itself, except in its extreme form where it opposes and seeks to destroy genuine religion. Jesus recognized the validity of both the secular and the spiritual aspects of life, but insisted that the secular must not conflict with the practice of true religion. For example, he instructed his followers to render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Secularism in its proper place serves a positive function in human society. 
Just as we recognize the reality of both material things and spiritual values, we also recognize the validity of both the secular and the religious departments of life. And it should be observed that secularism has contributed much to modern life. It was the secular revolt against the totalitarian control of life by the dictates of medieval ecclesiastical powers that brought us many modern liberties and satisfactions. It has also been a major factor in the amazing creativity of American industry and the unprecedented material progress of Western civilization. It has brought us such blessings as tolerance, social service, democratic government, and civil liberties. The great modern problem we face is that the secular revolt went too far. After successfully revolting against the total control of life by ecclesiastical rule, secularism went on to institute a revolt against God himself. In the past, secularism simply ignored God, but in modern times, it seeks to completely eliminate religious thought and action from the public square. It places its exclusive trust in science and denies religion because it is based on spiritual faith rather than material science. Modern secularism emphasizes the false and superstitious elements found in historical religions while ignoring or denying the many inspired and revealed truths they contain. Committed secularists oppose any religious element in society. Their goal is to replace religion with an all-embracing secular outlook. They seek to destroy religious institutions and teachings as a prerequisite to the creation of a totally secular society. Indeed, for many, the philosophy of secularism has become their religion their religious ideology which demands unthinking devotion and enmity towards all religious thought and action. In the pursuit of their goal to replace religion with their, quote, more enlightened materialistic secularism, they feel justified in resorting to immoral means to achieve their supposedly superior moral goals. In the 1880s, the philosopher Nietzsche amazingly foresaw and described core elements of our modern problem. He was the son of a Lutheran pastor and early on studied theology to to become a minister. However, he not only lost his faith in God, but also observed that this loss of faith was characteristic of most European believers. He famously proclaimed that God is dead. And for the individual who has lost his faith in God, it is true that God is dead. Nietzsche further realized 
that without faith in God, we have no transcendent moral authority on which to base our behavior. This leaves us rudderless in an ever-changing world without the moral guidance that an authoritative moral law would provide. Without a morality predicated on spiritual realities, modern society is left to invent its own human morality. This has led to the moral relativism affirmed and practiced by modern secularists. They are left free to believe whatever they choose, such as the material world is all that exists, and the doctrine that the ends justify the means, that it is okay to use immoral means in the furtherance of their concept of the greater good. This contrasts with Jesus' teachings that calls for us to use moral means to attain moral ends. The domination of Western life by militant secularism that seeks to destroy true religion and the righteous living directed by a God-ordained morality brings with it many unforeseen problems. We must clearly recognize these problems if we are to face and overcome the modern secular threats to society and civilization itself. What are the results of society's turn from faith in God and our Judeo-Christian heritage to their, their replacement by an all-embracing secular outlook and approach to living? This concludes episode 13. I will continue this discussion in my next broadcast. The subject of the next episode is the unforeseen problems brought by secularism and the inability of present-day religion to combat the secular threat. If you would like to gain a deeper understanding of Jesus and his original teachings, I invite you to order my book, The Life and Teachings of Jesus. This book can bring the help, guidance, and comfort that only Jesus' life and teachings can provide. Here is what one reviewer had to say. For me, the way and the form in which Preston Thomas wrote this book is very direct, clear, and concise. And it makes more logical sense than does the New Testament, but yet it contains all the same exact teachings as the New Testament contains. A beautiful leather-bound edition of the Life and Teachings of Jesus is available from Amazon. Links to this book, as well as the audio edition and the e-book, are listed in the description. It is also available online at thelifeandteachingsofjesus.org. If you enjoyed this video broadcast and found it helpful, please like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. Likewise, for podcasts, please give it a positive review. If you are interested in watching or listening to past episodes, you may find links at thewayofjesus.us.
Thank you. See you next time.